get the best of Clersey, Shane and Kimber on the podcast. For surprisingly good insurance, it's SGIO. Finally, in Australia, we legally get Netflix, which is the streaming service of so much incredible entertainment, and we pay a few bucks, and you can get it, or you can get it free with your phone at the moment with a couple of deals going on. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, the Optus Fetch box, yep, and you get Netflix for free with that. Yeah, it's yep. great. So um, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> have you watched Have you watched House of Cards series three yet? Shane? No, I haven't got it connected yet. Right, okay. it's been there for a month, and uh, the other thing, I have to get a um, a phone guy in. Is it, do they even have phone guys anymore? Yeah. Because yeah. I've got to get a phone line put oh, the next sparky, to the TV. Get a good Sparky, you'll do that. Well, yeah. the thing oh, is, can they do it, can yeah. they? We oh, waited right. so long for Netflix to get here, mm. and now it's here. Lo and behold, the government want to take the fun out of it again. Oh, they want to throw some tax on there for us, our technology uh, superstar, Trevor Long. Morning, Trev. Morning, team. Now, the government want to put a GST uh, 10% fix on the Netflix because, obviously, it's going to be popular. Hmm. Well, it's a fat chance of that, really, because Netflix, what they've done is they've strategically not set up a business in Australia. Right. What they're doing is they're selling directly from America availability of their service. Now, that's just like if you were to go online and buy something from an American shop and ship it here uh, under $1,000, there's no GST. This is 10 bucks. Seriously, uh, the chances of the government being able to impose a GST are slim just based on that. But the question is, and this is where it gets a bit murky for me and where the government may have some legs, it isn't the same service as you get in America. In mm. America, there's thousands and thousands of titles. In Australia, there's only a couple of thousand because of the rights, and, and they've got to acquire the rights to different TV shows and stuff. So I'm kind of 50-50 on this one. Yeah. Well, the thing is too, Trev, that the government's expenditure review committee, they sound important, they have said that the changes are going to be pretty easy to make with a little redrafting of the Tax Act. So they're saying, oh, look... You just redraft the Tax Act. They're going to they're they're do a little it. redrafting to change it so that they can impose this because they reckon that lost GST revenue on software downloads, e-books, all the things that we are getting from overseas would amount to $1 billion a year and they want a piece of the pie. And Netflix alone would be hundreds of thousands of dollars because if a couple of hundred thousand people sign up yep. and it's 120 bucks a month mm. uh, a year uh, overall because yep. you're paying 10 bucks a month, it's, it's a fair slice of money. So, you know, from, from a general everyday Aussie perspective, you think that, isn't a, that, that is something the government should be chasing. But how do they do it specifically for an American company selling directly into Australia? And how do they not then blanket it across all products we buy online? And how do they then police it? Yeah, that, uh, that know, was the reason, Trev, why I watched House of Cards in six days. I watched 13 episodes. I thought I'd get it all in before the tax comes in. Ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. And also, get it done in ten bucks, you can, you can delete your subscription then. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. So, so how does an American company come in here and avoid probably mm. paying lots of uh, fees and taxes and getting away with blue murder? They don't have a single Australian staff member. Right. They don't have a single Australian office space. All they do is have an Australian PR company representing them. And uh, they're probably, you know what, I haven't seen them spend a single cent on advertising because any advertising that's happening is Optus advertising that they're making it available or Fetch TV making it available. That's it, so yeah. It's not, actually, it's not actually Netflix doing any of this activity. And that's mm. word, I think word of mouth is theirs. I think mm, if absolutely. the government really want to make some money, they need to put a tax on fit bangles what? because everybody's got one. <laughs> you know, the thing is Apple, <laughs> Apple are already paying GST on all the downloads in Australia. So, and as you say, maybe because they've got actually an Apple in Australia and we've got stores and stuff here. But they're saying that's they'll right. go... Apple has a headquarters in Sydney and, uh, and they have to operate an Australian operation and right. they charge GST and everything. Now, there's a debate about whether or not they pay enough company tax and all those things, but... 
they're doing everything legitimate to the tax laws, and you got to you got to argue Netflix are doing the same. Really, they're just they've just taken a different approach. Working mm. from offshore, yeah, it's pretty smart, and uh, they sort of Ubered their way into the market. Not uh, not That's too it. bad at all. Who who owns Netflix, mate? Uh, well, it's it's an independent company, so mm. uh, there's a couple of you know uh, multi bazillionaire uh, entrepreneurs, but. Uh, they're, um, they're not linked to any of the movie, movie networks, TV networks or anyone. They're just an independent company that, remember, they started sending DVDs to your home. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was how they started them. They realized that they could send these things via the internet, and it's just gone downhill from there for the TV and the movie industries, but it's massively uphill for Netflix. Yeah, wow. I think if you double-check that there's Mr. K Spacey's got quite a few uh, shares in uh, Netflix these days. Yep. Yeah, yeah maybe. he probably does. The big hit show. I hope that you're right, Trevor, because I don't like it when the government take things that we're enjoying, and <laughs> if they can just uh, change the tax laws at their own leisure, then we're all in trouble. 10 cents a month, so it won't really affect us too much if they do it either way. I just think the, it's, the, it's the knock-on effect that's the bigger problem. Mm. Beautiful work, mate. Thanks, Trev. Cheers, guys. Isuzu are talking amazing deals on D-Max Ute with a 4x4 LSM from just thirty nine nine ninety. drive away. And Clazy Shane and Kimber are talking footy with Matt Prittis from the West Coast Eagles. One of the toughest jobs in the AFL in 2015 is heading to the Adelaide Oval to play Port Power. Matt Prittis, good to see you, mate. How are you? Good morning, guys. Very well. Now, tell me, is Yo trying to take the mark of the year? Mate, he's an exciting player. Isn't he? He's in good form. Is he... Are you aware that he's he's starting to develop as a player? Yeah, within the four you know, walls of the club, we've known how talented Elliot is. He's um he's very versatile. He can go forward. He's a big, strong body. He's 190 centimeters. Who he's playing some great footy for us in the midfield, and I want to see him play there as much as we can. Okay. Mm. Now we just talked uh, off air about jerseys and how. They need to be so tight because obviously when they were loose, guys used to grab your shirt and, you know, now they're getting ripped off because they're so thin. Mm. But do they need to be so tight for the supporters? Because I see... I'd suggest so. I see supporters, (laughs) either they're wearing the wrong size shirt or they look like they're ready to sub. Like they're... (laughs) Last year when Coxie was playing, (laughs) that was the argument because... uh, yeah, he needed the old sports bra, I think. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Man boobs. Yeah, so it's a, it's a good thing that he retired for that reason. Right. <laughs> Mate, you, tight. you mentioned Elliot Yo, but uh, you know, you look at Sheed and Duggan, there's some good kids in this footy club now. Yeah, absolutely. We're really happy with last year's draft and these guys are, from day one, they've worked so hard and you've seen the class and what they're capable of um, pretty early in their careers. So it's mm. exciting for our footy club and Liam on the weekend had so much class and, and, yeah. and poise with, with ball in hand. So... That's a real promising sign for us. Let's look at the team. Now, I know Darling and Selwood are out. Rosa, is he going to play? Uh, we got main training today, so I honestly don't know. Um, we've got a, a few things um, going on at the moment, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll know a little bit more this other. Josh, he's got an elbow. Big Josh Kennedy. Yeah, yeah Josh, obviously. <laughs> You've got an elbow too. Well, he's Everyone's got an elbow. Got an elbow. He's got a trouble more valuable than my elbow. <laughs> so a, many elbows. It's a complex problem, this yeah. uh, Jay Kennedy elbow, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, the promising thing is that he was able to come back on and kick yeah, another four that. goals, so yep. that's exciting for us, but... Um, you know, he's got a little bit going on. He'll, he'll seek a few more opinions before he makes the final call whether he plays or not. I saw when he came back on, he, he marked the pill one-handed, and I thought he doesn't even need the other one. Yeah. <laughs> he's so strong, isn't he? Yeah, I'd, I'd just love to see him play the full season because he's, he's had such a good pre-season, worked so hard, and um, you know, he's getting the rewards for that at the moment. Actually, this is, straight. this is hard for Kimber because sometimes the footy confuses you a little bit, doesn't it, right? So right now there's a news flash about uh, Josh Kennedy fit to play, and I'm talking about Josh Kennedy, the former soccer who is playing in the A-League Grand 
grand final. Yeah. Then you've got the elbow Sydney? problems. Yeah, there's Sydney. There's a Sydney Josh Kennedy and there's our JK. It's just it's going to confuse the hell out of people. Yeah, see? <laughs> I'm one of those. <laughs> yeah, is this another one about tight shorts or what? Well, maybe. Tight jumpers. I could just go and get a coffee if you yeah, like yeah, and you guys yeah. can just chat for yeah, about these tight shorts. No, but look, is there, when you say, and we know it's a team sport, you really do rely on each other and you say last year's draft was a good one, but is there any feeling that you ever a little bit threatened when someone comes in and they're really good and you think, oh, or do you just go, yes, this is going to benefit the team? Sorry, that question's too good. You get so excited. Um, they bring so much energy and they drive the standards of your, your footy club. Um, and that, that's what it's all about. We're all in it together. Um, and end of the day, the best team will get picked and you just yeah. want your club to be winning games of footy. That's it. Mm-hmm. Pretty, that's do you a team play right there. Yeah, exactly. Number 11 <laughs> speaking over there. Now I'll ask Shane. Pretty, do you read the paper at all, mate? Are you someone who would read the West or uh, the Oz or whatever and see the oh, footy stuff? Briefly, I'll have a quick flick yep. know, just to see the main themes, but um, yeah, I don't sit down and read too much. Okay, so three days ago on the back page of the West, there's a photo of you that didn't look anything like you, right? Your arms, <laughs> you your arms angry, are big, mate. but you looked angry and it looked like a mean dude, like uh, the complete opposite of you. Oh, I didn't Did you that. see it? No, I didn't see it. Oh, we'll that, find the photo. We'll put it on our Facebook yeah, for you. Um, yeah, I suppose once you cross that white line, you've, yeah. you've got to be pretty aggressive and, and, and play footy as hard as you can. Oh, the guns are looking Mate, I like the, way, like the way Port Adelaide play. They play on at all costs. They're fast enough and they've got the skills enough to maybe cover themselves. But you guys are aware of the way they play. Last time you played them, you, you out-possessed uh, them and all the rest of it, but you lost on the scoreboard. Mm. How do you think you're going to go at, at the Adelaide Oval? Yeah, it's, we can't wait to play again at Adelaide Over. It's a great facility and challenge ourselves against, you know, a top four side. So um, they're elite with their, their ball use, uh, particularly by hand. Um, they're mm. really sharp. So we've got to make sure that our defensive pressure is right up there. I think that's something we improved last couple of weeks since the, the derby and we're obviously going to have to bring that this week. Do you yeah. think they're, they're so fit though, aren't they? Are they fitter than you guys? They just look so fast. Yeah, they're a quick side, um, but, you know, Frio were able to overrun them in the last quarter oh, in right. round one, and mm. um, it's something the media talk about, but yep. every side you play are very fit. Right. Yeah. And the Adelaide Oval is not like the Adelaide Oval of old. It is incredible. You played a bit of cricket, didn't you, in your time? No, nah, I was a shocking cricket. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get the chance to go there now, mate. Yeah, we, got, we played there last year against Adelaide, and yeah. it's a great stadium. Isn't For anyone it? wanting to go watch some footy over there, I'd, I'd really encourage it. Wow. A couple of people told me that you're a pretty average cricketer, mate. <laughs> Bring it up. Hey, pretty, we're all the best, mate. It is a big one. Thank you very much, guys. It is the West Coast Eagles taking on the Port Power, a big one, Adelaide Oval, Sunday, 4.10. Shane, you're looking a little bit angry. Oh, I've gone to war. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take much to sort of get him geared up to start fighting, does I've it? just had a, a gutful of my toothpaste glugging up at the end. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not the only thing that glugs. Kimber has a problem with her honey jar. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like a euphemism, doesn't it? Does, yeah. It did a bit. <laughs> 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 no one expected yeah. that. You're to say something know. about that, love? I didn't say honey pot. <laughs> no. Um, but uh, basically, my toothpaste is uh, getting a bit uh, gluggy at the end. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, mm. So we're talking about gluggy openings, what's getting your goat and all that kind of stuff. Tomato sauce. Keishan, is it? Yeah, that's right. Hey, Keishan, you in the trenches with me about gluggy uh, openings. I'm, I'm definitely in the trenches with you, mate. You all people should know about this one. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about it. Well, you get a pie out of the oven or a sausage roll, you whack it on a plate, and then you go to put the sauce on it, and it's got that dried-up glug at the end that just makes it squirt everywhere. Yeah. That's exactly right. Mm. And it's sometimes like, the old uh, glass ones, you've got to bang on the end of the bottle. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you think that you would learn and clean the nozzle like before you squirt every time, but 
that would involve me learning. So yeah, no. yeah that's, that's true. too much hard work. You got to take it, you know, twist it yeah, off and wash it. Exactly. And, I mean, yeah. half you know, half the time it just goes the other way, goes on you. Half the time on the pie, you just never know. Do you peel the crusty bit off first? Because the same with your moisturizer bottle or your pump bottle, you know, it gets that that gross gluggy bit in the end. Oh, I don't, I don't you can know about pick it out. That, that's not my type of thing. I mean, you can, but like I said, that would involve you remembering every time. That involves that's you right. Yeah. From your mistakes. So none yeah. of happen. <laughs> nice one. Tomato right. sauce is very gluggy. No one likes yeah. to peel Good the crusty to get bit. In uh, Alan, <laughs> Alan, thanks, Cajun. Alan's from Huntingdale. G'day, mate. What do you got? Yeah, I'm on the trench. I'm on the trenches with you, Shane. Good on you, brother. What do you got? Yeah, mate. You go to have a hot dog. Mm. You put the sauce on. Get the mustard out, and it's always got that little tiny plug at the top. Yeah, that's it. There's a familiar mm. theme here. Yep. Yeah, you know what, too? The mustard doesn't get used as often, so the glug has probably been there a little bit longer. Yeah, so you squeeze it out, you shake it like anything, and the little plug comes out, and finally you get some mustard. But it's just such a pain, mate. I know. Kim was trying to tell me that you should be sucking on the end of it. I didn't say... <laughs> mustard is probably not a good thing. Just, I'm saying clean the edge or pick the glug out with your fingers you get before a toothpick you... or something going on there. Yeah. Maybe know, a just, just brush mm. it off. But, Alan, that's two for two well, in the Alan. trenches. Let's go to Val from Success. G'day, mate. Well, the two guys took the first one out for me, the mm. tomato sauce, but I find when you remove the lid of the sauce, it's actually clogged in there as well. It's completely almost blocked off. Mm-hmm. You have to clean that off and get that going. But the other one that I'm talking about that annoys me is the glue, the super glue. Oh. You get a tube of that, oh, and yeah. they say put a pin on it, yeah. or put, a, put a toothpick in there, and you can use it again. That's wrong. You use it once, and that is it, because after that it's dry, you can never use it. Completely. You might as well, yeah, exactly right. Val, mm. as much Throw as it I, away. As much yeah. as I love having you in the trenches, can I give you a tip? Mm, well, yeah. here we go. Keep your super glue in the fridge. Really? Oh, really? Yep. I've Put actually it, tried that. It doesn't work. It don't doesn't don't use a tissue to clean the edge, the but if you, seriously. Yeah, if you keep it in the fridge, it won't stick as much and you don't get as much glug. Oh, mate, I still reckon it dries up. I've tried everything. So I'm in the trenches with Shane. I, well I done, Val. All these pluggy clue type things. And three for three. Yep. The whole thing. Thanks, Thanks darling. Happened to move with Errol Dyke last week. Drive you nuts. Get the best of Clairsy, Shane and Kimber on the podcast. For surprisingly good insurance, it's SGIO.